Hello everybody, I'll be chatting with Muhyiddin Tojif from Tajikistan about his work at a non-profit NGO Sadokot, a non-profit based in Tajikistan. This is the first time I'm covering somebody from Tajikistan. It's a it's a country in Central Asia and, and a fantastic country. The non-profit is doing a great job. It's enabling social change and impact for underprivileged section of the society through equitable education. Now, that's very important for the middle road platform. Whenever we're talking about uh, equitable education, that's one of the core themes of the middle, the middle road platform. Women empowerment and healthcare. So these are very important themes. I give a very brief introduction of Mohideen. I'll just tell you a bit about the middle road. The middle road is a thought leadership platform enabling social change and impact within the global arena. The startup blends online education with media, offering various online courses, diverse subjects, and comprehensive publications, educational videos, podcasts, forums, etc. Check out www.themiddleroad.org for a detailed understanding of the mission and vision of the for-profit social impact venture. A brief description of Mohideen. Now, Mohideen Tojev is from Devastich district of Tajikistan. I hope I got that right. Absolutely. He's, done his, he's earned his BA in translation in 2004 and he's got a higher education diploma, which is equivalent to a master's in arts of in, as an English teacher. He got the degree in 2005 from Khujan State University. Mohideen has uh, he's, he's worn many hats and his work experience includes position as an independent contractor for the BBC World Monitoring Service, Central Asia Unit 2003 to 2005. That's where he worked. Press and Public Affairs Officer at the British Embassy in Dushanbe from 2005 to 2007, and English and English and sorry and public education specialist at International Finance Corporation, Tajikistan, from 2007 to 2009. Tojiv joined NGO Sadakot as a fundraising and partnerships volunteer in 2019 and has successfully raised funds for construction of two additional classrooms in secondary school, number 51 in Gazakastarak, village Gazaz, Tarak village i don't know if, if that's correct now however the list of its accomplishments includes the re refurbishment of surgery and intensive care units of devastich district central hospital as well as project on support of hospitals in istavasan shashriston and dijavajistris district from covid 19 response through crowdfunding Mohideen is full of desire to continue his work to improve the rural population, access to quality education and healthcare services in Tajikistan. So very warm welcome, Mr. Tojiv. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, thank you very much for this opportunity and uh, for considering our NGO to be as one of your heroes in a series of uh, the important and interesting podcasts you are uh, doing and sharing uh, with your uh, readers and uh, spectators. And uh, this is a great opportunity, uh, which I highly appreciate. It's a great honor and pleasure to be with you today. Well, thanks, Earl. I really appreciate joining, you know, and I got to know, like I said, I saw NGO, your, your, your esteemed nonprofit, following the middle road, Twitter handle and I thought I checked it up and I saw that you're doing some really great work and it needs to be highlighted and I really appreciate uh, your management you know coming and joining in for a podcast. Now I'll give a brief introduction about the nonprofit. NGO Sadokwad is a nonprofit and non-commercial organization established in 2000 and officially registered with the Ministry of Justice of Tajikistan. Sadokwad is committed to improving rural lives through thoughtful partnerships and sustainable practice. The organization implemented about 25 projects in various fields, including but not limited to women and youth empowerment, reproductive health, healthy lifestyle among the youth, prevention of sexually transmitted diseases, support of persons with disabilities. Now, herein, I did work uh, in a visually impaired school for some time. I volunteered 
no in india in pune so i have some experience with uh, you know working with people with disabilities you uh, also you have projects in english skills improvement and education healthcare infrastructure with support of various donor institutions during 20 years of your operation so you have been in existing for 20 years so that's for a, a long period of time currently the ngo the non profit has been raising funds through the global giving crowdfunding platform and i think this is a very good idea you know going through such a prestigious platform you know is going to help you raise funds globally to implement on the projects on improvement of the rural populations access to quality healthcare and education services you know first thanks for joining a riveting conversation and we talk about your non profit you know when we talk about uh, ngo sadopur which has been which is registered also with ministry of justice of tajikistan this is just to give you uh, to give the audience this is the first podcast with any entity and actor from tajikistan now it's a fascinating country and we'll come to know a bit also about the country when we look at some of the projects which i talked about uh, you know i'll just give you a brief uh, also you know when we go into free flow but just wanted to give you a brief about the global development sector which is happening in tajikistan so tajikistan joined the world bank in 1993 the international development association ida in 1994 and multilateral investment guarantee agency mika which is a part of the world bank group in 2002 mika has not so far given provided any political risk guarantees for investment projects in tajikistan as of now but just to sort of highlight it now during this time now there's something lot of commendable things which have happened the world bank has invested about 1.4 billion to support tajikistan's effort to reduce poverty and improve people's life now between 2000 and 2018 the poverty rate fell from 83% to about 27.4% whereas the economy stabilized and it's grown you know over a, a period of time i think almost a, decade at 7% per year talk about you know your non profit do uh, share your journey about the non profit thank you very much indeed uh, for uh, this great opportunity once again let me uh, start uh, from uh, the experience of ngo sadokat at the beginning as uh, you have rightfully mentioned <clears throat> ngo sadokat was established Uh, back in 2000 when uh, tajikistan just came out of the civil war at that time ngo sadokat was established initially as a women's support organization because uh, mostly women in rural areas were in a greater need of support from any source they might have it in this regard the founders of the ngo sadokat have uh, decided to create their ngos in order to be able to support those suffering women thus uh, from 2000 to uh, present uh, ngo sadokat has implemented a number of uh, projects uh, with the support of uh, different development organizations and the projects included but not limited to women's empowerment youth empowerment improvement of the uh, conditions of the persons with disabilities as well as uh, uh, improvement of the situation on reproductive health and prevention of the uh, sexually transmissible diseases particularly among the young people in different areas of its operation so far uh, ngo has been a successful in implementation of its uh, projects in an effective and transparent manner and uh, over the time uh, the ngo sadokat has also expanded its mandate uh, ranging from uh, just women's support to uh, wider support of rural areas over the recent years we have been focusing on uh, many areas related to the rural development and as you have also rightfully mentioned uh, we have been focusing on improvement of infrastructure of the healthcare and education facilities in rural areas where people have less access compared to those the uh, citizens living in urban areas 
why I uh, joined the NGO Sadokat because I come from rural area myself, and I was also among uh, those young people from remote areas who personally experienced various difficulties in life, particularly uh, half of my study at the uh, secondary school uh, coincided with the civil war uh, going on in Tajikistan. That has doubled our challenges. Therefore, it was my dream from my childhood that uh, I would do something for the improvement of rural lives if I would have an opportunity. Now I am really honor honored and uh, pleased to have uh, this opportunity and to be able to support rural people in improving their living standards. That's great to hear. Now you talked about civil war and you just sort of, you know, I just want to take a thing. I mean, it must have been very hard for you, right? There was a lot of uncertainty. Now you live in a situation which is by far much more certain. How do you think that's transformed at least your experience and that in the rural sector? Rural sector is major. I mean, 20% of the uh, the, uh, the agriculture uh, GDP is about 20 is 20% of the GDP in Tajikistan. So rural sector is such an important sector for Tajikistan. Uh, definitely, this is a country. I mean, uh, Tajikistan was in a chaos and uh, full of uncertainty in uh, the beginning of 2000s. Only uh, physically, we can say uh, somewhere in 2010, the real development phase of Tajikistan has started. Since Tajikistan is a mountainous country and 93% of its territory is covered by mountains, only 7% of arable land is available in the country, definitely agriculture plays an important role for the country's economy. As you have rightfully mentioned, about 70% of uh, the Tajik population lives in rural areas and 60% of the labor force is engaged in agriculture in different regions of the country. Definitely, uh, there uh, was a really difficult period, but thanks to the constructive efforts of the government of Tajikistan, and particularly the president of the Republic of Tajikistan, His Excellency Imam Ali Rahman, we have managed to transform the uh, paralyzed uh, agriculture sector of the country into a growing one. Now, the agriculture sector of Tajikistan has already opportunity not only to supply the internal market with food products, but also to export some fruits and vegetables and other agricultural products to other countries of the region and the world. Talked about, you know, political, just to sort of come in here. I mean, there are a lot of constraints, very frankly, you know, even until some time back, uh, COVID-19 was not even, uh, you know, officially recognized there. Looking at that constraints, uh, how, how, have you, how effectively have you been able to, you know, work out? There are a lot of constructive things you've done. You've done amazing work for education. You have done phenomenal work in healthcare. And as we go forward, we look at also a couple of your projects. But how has been, uh, has it been very easy for you? Certainly it won't have been uh, very easy for you. Um, first of all, I would like to kindly request to, uh, let's say, put the different things separately. Of course, uh, my country, my government has registered the COVID cases when it has emerged in our country. Until that, the Ministry of Health of Tajikistan uh, and the government of the country has immediately closed the borders after the pandemic started spreading uh, across the world. And the government and the Ministry of Health of the country have had been taking all possible measures in order to prevent <clears throat> the country from the spread of this uh, cholera of this uh, century. However, in uh, April of 2022, we had the first cases and the government had registered it. On the other hand, uh, I would uh, refrain talking about the COVID and the registration cases, 
but rather talk about the operation of NGOs in the country, since I am talking on behalf of the NGOs Sadokat in this uh, discussion. Uh, well, I believe that uh, the uh, necessary environment has been created by the Tajik government for the operation of the NGOs, for the development of our society. Uh, wouldn't there be uh, support from the government of Tajikistan, from relevant ministries and agencies, and particularly from our uh, partners at the local level, including the local executive authorities of the districts where we have been implementing the projects, uh, we would not have been able to reach this level. Okay. Thanks to this partnership and cooperation, now uh, we have been successfully implementing these projects on education and healthcare. Okay, cool. Now, you know, you talked about healthcare. Do take us through. I mean, you're doing some fantastic work in healthcare, you're, specifically in the rural sector. Now, do talk about your projects. You can talk about one project or you can talk about a very global overview you want to share with the audience. I think that uh, it would be more reasonable if I could talk about the healthcare situation uh, in the districts where we have been uh, implementing projects, because uh, I'm afraid that I would not have mandate to talk about the healthcare situation even in my country, because I'm not expert on that yeah, one. No, what I mean to say, you talk about your experience, not about the whole country, talk about your experience, right. any project or anything you want to talk about. As I already outlined earlier, uh, everything comes uh, from my personal experience. As I uh, come from rural area, particularly I am from Devashtich district, I also had uh, witnessed uh, several cases when uh, my district hospital was in a great need of support. For example, uh, my mom was hospitalized there, my brother was hospitalized and my other relatives were hospitalized. And I saw that there were lack of uh, some equipment, some uh, very basic conditions to uh, provide quality and better healthcare services. Therefore, uh, we decided uh, to make this project. First of all, I have uh, to outline that Devashtich district where we have been implementing projects currently is subsidized by the national budget by 70% okay. because uh, it has no industrial facility or enterprise in order to uh, make uh, good revenues to be able to support the development of the district. In this regard, uh, we have offered our hand of support to the local authorities, to the Devastich District Central Hospital, uh, in order to uh, make some contribution for uh, improvement of uh, access uh, to quality healthcare by rural people. Currently, uh, in Devastich District, they have uh, about 17 uh, healthcare facilities. Uh, including both uh, health centers, as they are called in our country, as well as health points in remote areas of the district. The district is also a mountainous one, and uh, based on the statement of the head physician of the um, district, they cover uh, 65 kilometer of diameter in their services in very mountainous terrain, which is not really easy to reach. And on the other hand, uh, the central hospital of the Vashtich district was constructed back in 1970s, uh, when the number of population was much lower compared to current times. And also the uh, medicine was not developed at that time. Thus, uh, the uh, building of the district hospital has not gone uh, through any major renovation. On the other hand, uh, currently Tajikistan has uh, some budget scarcity issues. And uh, unfortunately, the budget resources allocated by the government of Tajikistan for, health, for healthcare mostly covers the wages of the healthcare providers, leaving little to no money for improvement of the healthcare facilities and infrastructure. 
However, the government of Tajikistan, in cooperation with various development organizations, has been doing all uh, possible measures in order to improve the access of people to uh, quality healthcare services, both in rural and urban areas across the country. For example, within our recent cooperation, with the support of the German embassy in Tajikistan, we have renovated two uh, operating uh, theaters and the entire uh, intensive care unit of this hospital. We just uh, improved uh, the facilities uh, by replacing walls, doors, windows, and also uh, ensuring some better hygiene and sanitation facilities. While the uh, authorities of the district hospital were able to negotiate with the Ministry of Health and get some modern uh, medical beds, which are already supplied in those uh, units which we have renovated within our projects. Thus, in cooperation with both local authorities and the administration of healthcare facilities, we have been doing some synergies to improve access to quality healthcare services. Now, when you talk about your district, uh, how improvised is it? Is it, uh, would you say it's one of the most, it comes in the quadrant four in terms of, you know, uh, when you look at the whole, uh, whole geography in your country in, in poverty or in terms of, uh, no, you know, the, the capital or the sort of the average income of the residents there? Definitely, uh, I cannot say that uh, the district is uh, very developed, otherwise there would have been no need for our interventions. Uh, therefore, uh, most of the people uh, have been uh, working both in agriculture and some of the people are in labor migration, uh, mostly going to Russia and uh, Kazakhstan. Uh, these are the main sources of income by population. Uh, disregard of this, the population at the local level is uh, also generous enough. Uh, for example, within the school project, which uh, we have implemented also uh, through crowdfunding, uh, the local population has also uh, made its contribution both in kind and in cash in order to uh, provide some conditions for their children. And within the uh, healthcare project, which we have implemented in Devastich District uh, Central Hospital, the uh, doctors of the hospital also made their small contribution, uh, making about 5% of the total cost we have spent on the project in order to um, uh, feel ownership and also uh, to appreciate the support provided by other donors. Uh, in this regard, the, uh, we also talked to the local authorities, uh, representatives, and uh, they have also uh, been cooperating with other development uh, partners to develop local uh, development plan of the district and also uh, uh, mobilize investments for uh, some areas which have a great potential for development. That's great. You know, hearing crowdfunding and how you're using crowdfunding, that's very innovative. I would say that you could also look at Kiva, uh, look at KIVA. You know, there are a lot of other crowdfunding units, but that is another great place you can register and uh, raise funding. Now, you talked about education and a lot of things I'll come to it, but just for my audience, I did a bit of research. And just to give you, uh, the World Bank has invested, like I previously mentioned, about $1.4 billion. And out of that, you know, over a, over a period of time, and if you look at the portfolio, the maximum allocation has gone to energy, which is about 25%. Water and urban development is about 23%, and economic policy and public sector is 23%. So these are the uh, top three sectors. Now, education, which is a very important sector, is, it's only about 7%. Now, you talked about a lot of interesting things. But there is a project, uh, there are just to take a couple of projects, you have a, a English access micro scholarship program, an English courses project which is supported by US embassy in Tajikistan. So could you elaborate on these uh, projects? Sure. Before uh, uh, responding to your question, with your permission, I also would like to highlight one thing. 
uh, that uh, we also need to take into account the geographical location of Tajikistan. Tajikistan is uh, uh, located in neighborhood with Afghanistan, which has been uh, the source of uh, threat uh, for yeah. not only countries of the region, but also for the entire global community. And Tajikistan has been suffering a lot compared to other even immediate neighboring countries of Afghanistan, because we share the longest border with Afghanistan, ranging 1,400 kilometers. And the majority of this borderline is located in a very complicated mountainous terrain, uh, border uh, management of which is not easy. And my government has also been making a lot of uh, contingency expenditures or extra expenditures in order to ensure security of our border, uh, which is important not only for security of Tajikistan, but also other countries of Central Asia and beyond. Uh, therefore, my government has been doing its best to uh, allocate uh, money. So uh, according to the statistics, uh, you also might pay attention that the education and healthcare funding in the budget of our country has been increasing every year. Uh, well, that's, uh, very, that's very, I'm very happy to hear that. Great. Thank you. So um, with regards to your question about our English Access Microscholarship projects, uh, this has been a great opportunity for uh, both NGO Sadokat and the beneficiaries of the project uh, among school students in the areas of our operation. The NGO Sadokat has uh, implemented about nine projects within this program in Shahristan uh, and Istarafshan districts. And we have covered about 1,400 school students through this program. Now, uh, this program has enabled our beneficiaries to improve their English skills. Uh, and we are proud with our graduates. One of our graduates has been working uh, in the United States now as a result of uh, participation in our program on English access. Uh, and also uh, many of the students who have attended our courses through this program have also uh, graduated from universities. And the most gratifying thing is that most of them have returned to their homelands and have uh, continuing teaching or uh, making their contribution in other areas of economy, uh, which, uh, we, with uh, which we are happy with, to be honest. We believe that this is our smallest contribution for the improvement of those rural communities. Oh, okay. So, and how do you think, uh, you know, you're, you're doing this project, how important is the English language? You think that's a huge, hugely important for skill building, going to careers in Tajikistan, and of course it's global language. Uh, definitely, I uh, cannot, uh, um, you know, agree more that uh, English uh, is the major uh, language of international communication at this current time. And Tajikistan, after gaining independence in 1992, has become an integrated member of the world community. And indeed, English language plays an important role in international relations of uh, Tajikistan with other uh, countries of the world. In this regard, uh, English is also a very important language in our country as well. Uh, the, the government of Tajikistan and particularly the president of my country uh, always uh, draws the attention of our people to learning foreign languages, particularly English and Russian as the most uh, popular international communication languages. In this regard, uh, we have been focusing on improvement of English skills because uh, from one hand, if uh, it enables uh, our students to uh, be able to uh, communicate to their peers and uh, friends from other parts of the world, on the other hand, this is a great opportunity for them to pursue their studies in the most prestigious universities of the world to become highly qualified specialists and to serve for the development of the communities they live in. 
and uh, we can be proud that uh, several graduates uh, from uh, other well-known uh, universities of the world have come back to Tajikistan and they have created their startups and they have been uh, contributing to the development of our society. Nice to hear that. Now, you you know you spoke about education. You spoke about healthcare. So there's something critical. You talked about partnerships. Now, if you look at your government is also you know focusing on increasing the per GDP capital. I mean that's uh, which is one of the basic barometers as you progress uh, in life and as you progress as a nation. One of them is an economic parameter. Do you think your nonprofit can help in scaling projects? Now that becomes very important, especially within livelihoods and healthcare. Uh, do speak about it, or and if you're looking for any global partnerships, do talk about that. Uh, sure, indeed. Uh, we have uh, very ambitious goals in uh, scaling up our international partnerships. Uh, before uh, commenting on this question, I also uh, would like to highlight that uh, we are really pleased uh, with the current level of our cooperation with different partners. For example, uh, thanks uh, to our uh, social media and also web page we have created, uh, some partners have already been approaching us uh, to cooperate thanks to those principle, principles we are guided by. These uh, principles are mainly transparency, accountability, and participatory approach because uh, we are really community-based organization and we do want to tailor our projects to the need of the communities where we work. Uh, we do not want to impose our own ideas. That would not work definitely. Therefore, uh, for example, recently, one of the development organizations, uh, Terre de Home uh, Germany, has approached us uh, personally to cooperate with us and uh, thanks uh, to our principles, uh, which uh, were in line with their requirements, uh, we have been able to already obtain a grant uh, amounting to 25,000 euro to implement a, another project on healthcare improvement in our Devastich district. So within this project, we will uh, renovate four pediatric wards and conduct 12 two-day uh, sessions for 45 healthcare providers on 12 priority topics with, which were selected by the doctors themselves. And also we will conduct uh, a campaign for 200 women to raise their awareness about the adequate child nutrition. This will be another contribution we will make to the healthcare development of our society. With regard to scaling up partnership, definitely uh, we want to do more uh, with, uh, and we stand ready to cooperate with as many international partners as possible in order to be able to uh, make our contribution for the development of uh, uh, priority areas in our economy. And also uh, our main principle, as I already outlined, is ensuring transparency, accountability, and participatory approach. Uh, our ambitious goal is to make our NGO a model for uh, pursuing these principles to ensure effective use of any cent of grant we receive from our distinguished donors. In, on the other hand, we also have our uh, page uh, on the global giving uh, platform. Uh, people uh, can also uh, search us and find us at uh, www.globalgiving.org and uh, type NGO Sadokat, uh, where they can find the two projects we are running now. And we also stand ready to implement other projects which would benefit our rural communities. In the future, we also aim to uh, nationalize our NGO because currently the NGO Sadokat is a regional NGO 
operating only in the northern part of Tajikistan, but in the future we uh, want to nationalize it to be able to implement development projects in various corners of Tajikistan. Okay, that's okay. We gave a very wide view. Now, I'm very happy to hear that you know you're getting uh, funded. Uh, so, just a follow-up question: Do when when you talk about nonprofits, what sort of impact are they looking at? Do they look at accountability? Do they come out with a structure matrix, and they require you to do that? And secondly, how's been the re response to Tajikistan? It's not a very visible country. You know, you you're a landlocked country. You spoke about your neighbors, and you, you know now right now you did talk about your concerns also with Afghanistan as your you know one of your neighbors. How do you think the international community has changed? Response has changed over the in the recent times. Also, I mean, if you could like go and chat about that, anything very journalist. I mean, do you think it's gone up on a higher end in the last five years? You see, okay, more visibility has gone in, and 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 what do nonprofits when they come to you? Are they looking when the funders come to you? When you're getting invested, uh, when investors are coming and you know funding you or development organizations? Are they looking at certain very specific parameters for accountability or social impact? Do they come out with that? Just on a Thank you very much for your question. Uh, let me uh, just uh, talk on behalf of NGO Sadokat uh, because I do not want to take responsibility to talk about other NGOs of the country. Though I know uh, a lot of uh, other NGOs working in different areas, including on uh, women and gender development, on the development of youth, environmental activities, uh, decarbonization activities, and so many other areas. And I believe that every NGO has its own uh, specific approach to the activities, to uh, raising uh, funds and to implement their activities. Uh, as for the NGO Sadokat, definitely, as I already outlined uh, previously to your previous question, um, we are for making this NGO a model for transparency, accountability, and uh, participatory approach. In our belief, these are the main three principles which would enable the NGO to mobilize greater amount of funding to implement more projects for the development of our communities. As for the concerns, second part of your question, I believe that the international community has become more serious and started paying attention to stronger cooperation with Tajikistan, particularly due to the rapid change of the situation in Afghanistan. Because as I already outlined earlier, Tajikistan, having shared the longest border with Afghanistan, plays a very important role for the uh, security of not only Central Asian region, but beyond. Tajikistan has been surfing as a buffer in terms of prevention of threats and challenges coming from Afghanistan. Therefore, I believe that the international community should cooperate more with the government of Tajikistan in order to ensure uh, peace and stability in Afghanistan and also uh, uh, make their contribution for the sustainable development in the region. Okay. I also got an idea. I mean, just, I don't know if it will work out, but Teach for All could be another venture where you could look at you know, for education, I think that could work out in things as a partnership. I was just, just offhand. You know, a lot of, and you talked about, I'm very, I'm very glad that you talked a bit about Tajikistan. Now, this is the opportunity as a platform to talk about the culture, uh, you know, the cuisine, anything. So you could just share the history, talked about the civil war, but talk about anything which you would like to talk about your country. Well, I would be very pleased uh, to answer to this very pleasant question. Uh, first of all, I can confidently say that uh, Tajikistan and the Tajik people are very hospitable country and people. Uh, even according to our tradition, 
people do not eat themselves, but they uh, reserve or they keep a piece of food or sweet for any guest who might come to their house. Therefore, um, Tajikistan has also a great opportunity for development of tourism, particularly eco-tourism, medical tourism, mountaineering, and uh, hunting. Uh, therefore, uh, the government of Tajikistan has already been undertaking uh, many actions in order to improve tourism, including tourism infrastructure. And uh, the government of the country welcomes investors to invest into the tourism sector of our country. Thus, um, uh, already some incentives are provided by the government of Tajikistan. And uh, we have introduced e-visa, which is a very simplified visa for people to get visa for 45 days uh, for visiting our country as tourists. Therefore, uh, any tourist or any person interested in Tajikistan can uh, easily use these uh, possibilities or opportunities provided by my country. On the other hand, Tajikistan is a very uh, beautiful in, uh, country in terms of nature. You can uh, exercise four seasons of the year at the same time coming from the northern part of the country going up to the east. Uh, the, and also we have very unique uh, mountains, uh, mountainous nature. Uh, we also have uh, the second highest uh, peak of the world located in the landlocked uh, uh, areas. And uh, we also have 13,000 glaciers. The biggest... Okay, fantastic. Uh, yeah. That's, glaciers. A, that's an amazing figure. I mean, I always want, I really want to come there. And after you have spoken about it, it's very, it sort of looks very enticing, you know, wonderful. I could see the landscape of 13,000. That's what you spoke about, glaciers? Yes. Unfortunately, due to the climate change, we had uh, 14,000 and thousands of them have melted. And okay. now we have 13,000. However, you might also have seen that uh, the president of Tajikistan has also been uh, urging or calling on the international community to uh, pay attention to the water preservation issues, to the climate, to the protection of glaciers, which is the main source of water for the entire uh, community, at least in our region and the global level. Therefore, uh, please uh, feel free to visit Tajikistan anytime. We would be very happy to show you the country and uh, to tell about its culture. We have a very ancient culture. Recently, for example, uh, some artifacts from our ancient history were also presented in an exhibition in uh, Guim uh, uh, Museum in France. And uh, I believe that you will really enjoy our culture, our traditions, whenever you have a chance to visit. I also would like to avail this opportunity to invite all tourists from various countries of the world to feel free to visit Tajikistan because Tajikistan's government has been running open doors based policy. We are open for cooperation in any area with any country of the world who has good intentions for constructive friendship and cooperation. Now, when we talk about Tajikistan, what would you be a stable uh, food? Uh, what would you uh, really be having every day? Just to, you know, be curious about it. Well, uh, as I already outlined, 70% uh, of uh, the uh, population in Tajikistan lives in rural area and agriculture makes the uh, larger uh, share of our GDP. And uh, we have uh, diverse uh, fruits and vegetables. Particularly, we have very uh, quality uh, fruits uh, and vegetables produced in our country uh, with no chemical, I can say, organic. And uh, um, we also have uh, very good dried fruits, uh, which uh, would be really useful. On the other hand, I just uh, forgot to mention that Tajikistan has a great potential for hydropower. 
the annual capacity of my country is 527 billion kilowatt hours of electricity generation, which would be more than sufficient to uh, supply the energy deficit countries of the region, including Pakistan, India, Iran, and uh, other countries of Asia. Uh, we have surplus in summer, uh, which also could be efficiently used by uh, some countries which have deficit of energy in summer period. In this regard, the government has been implementing some large-scale hydropower projects, including Rogun facility, which would enable to uh, fully supply uh, not only the economy of Tajikistan with uh, environmentally clean energy, but also uh, the entire region. And uh, on the other hand, uh, four initiatives of Tajikistan on water action have been uh, promulgated by the United Nations General Assembly through the unanimous support of all UN member states, which are being implemented at the global, regional and local, uh, as well as national levels very effectively. And uh, my country has also been making a great contribution to the development of green economy, green energy, and also prevention of climate change, which is one of the very acute issues uh, drawing the attention of the entire international community. Now, before I come to the last question, which is the AHA question, which is a very personal question, would you like to share with the audience any project with uh, NGO Sadakwad, which you feel you really are passionate about. Now, we, we and what line of focus is your nonprofit going in? And they are in healthcare, they are in education, they are in livelihoods. But what would be now the main focus going forward for a nonprofit? Very good question. Thank you very much. Um, I believe that uh, we will continue working on education and healthcare in rural areas of Tajikistan. And you might ask a question, why? Because uh, we are of uh, belief that without health, without solid health, nobody can do anything. And without education, we cannot do anything for our development. Everything, uh, every achievement the humanity has made so far is based on science, based on learning, based on education. Therefore, these are the two main areas we would like to focus on. We are really passionate uh, about this uh, project on healthcare uh, we have been doing so, uh, currently uh, because the Devashtich District Central Hospital has a greater need than we have done so far. Uh, as I already outlined at the beginning, the hospital hasn't gone through any major reconstruction or renovation since it was uh, uh, constructed in 1970. Therefore, uh, we need to do still a lot in order to bring this hospital in line with the requirements to ensure the access of rural people to uh, healthcare. On the other hand, we are really passionate about education sector, particularly the uh, population of Tajikistan is annually growing very in a very fast speed. It makes 2.4% annually at this current stage. And accordingly, the number of uh, students at the schools, preschool facilities is increasing every year. The government of Tajikistan has been doing all uh, possible measures in order to uh, construct new school facilities. However, the budget has not been sufficient so far. Uh, we are also interested in development of preschool facilities because according to the statistics, currently only 15% of our, school, uh, our uh, children are covered by preschool facilities. Uh, I just would like to mention that back in 2014, I have started fundraising for establishment of a preschool facility in my own village. And so far, the uh, kindergarten has been successfully operating 
by covering 100 children. I would like, uh, we are interested to uh, further improve the situation with preschool facilities in remote areas of my country. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a that's a very important sector. Yeah, preschool, I, I think this is one of the most significant parts of an education of uh, you know getting a foundation is right there in the beginning. When you talk about Tajikistan, I know you talk about, and we just want to just follow up. How difficult is the language to learn? Is it a very difficult language to learn? You're in. Uh, you interpret languages, you communicate? Actually, no. Tajik, uh, I would say that Tajik language is not uh, that difficult to learn. It is much, uh, it is from the Romano Germanic families of uh, languages. And uh, it is much more easy to learn. Definitely, I think that you need to love the language and any job you do. If uh, you have really, you know, uh, eagerness, uh, if you are keen to do anything, you can do everything very difficult, very successfully. Therefore, I think that um, I would not say Tajik is a difficult language for learning. And I would be very happy to share my experience in learning Tajik language. Great. Thank you. First, I really want to now thank you. Uh, you know, you've, you've come out here, you've shared a lot of experience. I'm, I really hope that you keep going forward. You're doing great work. A lot of work is so helpful for the society. You know, giving affordable education, giving uh, equitable healthcare system, empowering women. I think these are the topics which are so important. Uh, for for people around the world, not only for Tajikistan, for globally, for every country it could be, whether it's an advanced country, whether it's a developing country, it could be anybody. So I appreciate taking time speaking uh, with me for the Middle Road platform, and I really wish you all the very best with your uh, with your nonprofit, and I hope you achieve all the goals which you set out for. I also would like uh, to take uh, this opportunity to offer my uh, heartfelt gratitude to you for uh, creating this wonderful um, website or uh, your startup and for uh, doing a great job by promoting social impact and development. And definitely uh, thank you very much indeed for choosing our NGO among uh, your um, clients among your partners to talk to. It was really a great pleasure and honor to talk to you. And I do hope that our distinguished readers will uh, read and watch uh, this program among other interesting programs you have done so far with a great interest. And uh, this will also enable us to raise more funds for the needs of the communities we have been working for. And I do hope that this podcast will also enable uh, further promotion of your wonderful startup. Thank you. And do look at Kiva platform also. I think it's a cutting edge platform. It helps very women specific. So women empowerment projects or entrepreneurship could you know, be one part of it, which you could look at. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Have a good time.